Hello, hello, everyone. You are now listening to K-Squared. It's your girl, Kaylin. Hey, guys. It's Kiaren. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in with us this week. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Sabine. Welcome back to the show. And, of course, if this is your first time tuning in with us, we are three everyday college girls bringing you what's hot and new right from the Big Apple. And, of course, we have a great show in store for you guys. And don't forget to call in during today's show, 718-990-3758, if you guys have opinions on any of the topics that we're talking about. So, without further ado, Kaylin, you want to bring us into our first topic? Well, first, we have some guests in the building, so I want them to introduce themselves. So, we're going to start from the left of our studio, Carly. Hey, guys. It's Carly. I'm tuning in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And Gray. Uh, (laughs) It was good. It's Greg. (laughs) I'm tuning into the show today. Nyla. Hey, guys. It's Nyla tuning in. All right. Um, hi, I'm Kenya. I'm just sitting in. All right, cool. <laughs> and we want to thank all of our guests for coming to support our show today because we have a really good show. So we're about to get into our first topic, and we're going to be talking about Popeye's chicken sandwich. Okay, first and foremost, did y'all try the sandwich? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Okay, was it, how did y'all feel about the sandwich? Like, was it good? Was it not good? Like, um, I liked it. I liked it better on the West Coast. Just like Carly said, it was better on the South Coast. South. In the South. I was about to say the South Coast. In the South. I feel like it was a little rushed, you know, Jamaica, Queens. But mm-hmm. it was okay. I like Chick-fil-A better, though. Okay. Personally. So, basically, for you guys that don't know, Popeye's released its famous chicken sa- sandwich over the summer, and it had everyone going crazy. The popular chicken sandwich eventually sold out in restaurants across the country because they did not expect for everyone to go this crazy about it. So they really wasn't prepared for the amount of people that was ordering a chicken sandwich. A lot of people were comparing it to Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A is known for their chicken sandwiches. They say that they're their original, they have the original chicken sandwich, but a lot of people were comparing it. Someone said, which I thought was really funny, so I wanted to include it on the show, but someone on Facebook was like, chicken, Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich tastes like it was made by a white woman named Sarah who grew up around black people but Popeye's chicken sandwich tastes like it was cooked by an older black lady named Lucille and I could see I could definitely see that like Chick-fil-A sandwich is like it's not bad but Popeye's just has that oomph to it like it's sweet the bread is buttery like I don't know, but I'm a fan of both, and I love me some Chick-fil-A. I know I'm from Atlanta. We're from the South. That's all we really know is Chick-fil-A. I was never a really heavy Popeye's chicken sandwich eater, um, but I like the sandwich. I tried it for the first time, like, earlier this week because it dropped on Sunday. So I tried it earlier this week, and it was good. I, I think what makes it better than Chick-fil-A is the bread they use. It's almost as if they use, like, Hawaiian. Y'all know the Hawaiian rolls? Mm-hmm. It's almost as if they use that type of bread. Like, I could eat those Hawaiian rolls by itself. So, the chicken sandwich was good to me, but I think a lot of people are, oh, ding. A lot of fights have broken out about this about this chicken sandwich. There are a couple videos that had got released, but the one that really had me tripped out was how the lady 
was trying to skip the line, trying to skip the drive-through line with her car. So a person was already at the drive-through ordering their food, and this lady tries to come out of nowhere and cut her. And in the process of doing so, she scrapes her car. She didn't put a dent in her car. Then people start getting out and banging on the other lady's window. Like, get out! It's just like, get out! What are y'all doing? What is going on? And so, and, and what I do like about this particular Popeyes was. One of the um, one of the workers who worked at Popeyes came out and was like, "Ma'am, we're not serving you anymore." So not only did you you dented your car for no entire reason, you scraped up the whole entire side of your car, and you still ain't getting no chicken sandwich. Since you want to act crazy, <laughs> we ain't giving you no chicken sandwich, ladies. So, anyways, that was crazy. A man supposedly got stabbed to death for skipping the Popeyes line. So in the DMV, game. that's the DMV. Ooh, don't start, don't start. <laughs> And what? <laughs> no, no, seriously. It's true. Exactly. So, <laughs> right. Exactly. So, apparently, uh, they got stabbed to death. Some some people are saying that uh, the stabbing had nothing to do with the Popeye's chicken sandwich, but it was in a, a parking lot. Supposedly, the guys who were arguing, or whatever the case may be, were arguing because he skipped the line or some stuff, and it resulted into him getting stabbed to death over mm-hmm. a chicken sandwich. That's crazy. So, Hunger Games. Honest goddamn sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) So, honestly, um, I think this makes black people look so bad. So bad. First and foremost, we're already stereotyped for liking chicken. Especially Popeye. We already stereotyped for liking fried chicken. Now we killing people over it? We look a hot mess. I read a New York Times article, and the the title literally said, Popeye's chicken has, like, African-Americans going great. I I promise you. I can pull up the article right now. So we look crazy to the entire world. And, I mean, it's not just black people going crazy over the chicken sandwich because I saw two white men fighting uh, outside of their cars in the drive-thru window uh, for the Popeye's chicken sandwich as well. But it is the majority of black people going crazy. Mm-hmm. They already stereotype us for chicken, y'all. It's just a chicken sandwich. It's just a chicken sandwich. And I honestly don't think it's worth all of this. I don't even – I wouldn't wait in line for it. My friend was in the store, and I was just like, oh, pick me up one. I'll cash up you. I am not waiting 40 to an hour. I'm not I waiting. <laughs> I waited. I waited. No, we waited. Ooh, and I, I waited. I was kind of scared for my life to be waiting in that line. Because you don't know what So people... how was the energy in the restaurant? Like Everybody was just tired. Like, they just wanted yeah. their sandwich. And you got up there, ordered. You got your sandwich and you left. Or you sat there. We sat there. It was just too much. Walked out smelling like chicken. Did you guys hear about the the salmonella outbreak supposedly in Georgia about the Popeye's chicken sandwich? And I think that has a lot to do with it coming out too fast. Yeah, they're rushing. Mm -hmm. Trying to make the chicken. Yeah, and and a lot of people were telling me, um, one of my friends, Kayla, was like, I'm not eating that chicken sandwich. They they came out with it too fast. It's only been a month and a half. How do y'all co- how do y'all come up with all the products that fast for a food? It's just There's chicken. Always gonna, it's just chicken, but she was just like, I'm not doing it. And then next oh. thing you know, it's a salmonella outbreak. So I'm just like, yeah, everybody be ghetto. careful with these chicken sandwiches. It's that not that ghetto. deep. It's really not that deep. I'm scared. Um, I really <laughs> wish we had the same energy, the black community. I wish we had the same energy. Uh, when it came to other things like voting, uh, no, can, we, really. can we go crazy in the polls? Let's go crazy in the polls, guys. Let's let's actually go vote and make sure we're registered to vote and make yes. sure we're we're on that ahead of time and we're not trying to be last minute with everything like we always <laughs> are. We didn't really went crazy over a chicken stand. I really can't believe that. There are so many other important things going on in yeah. our community mm-hmm. to the point where it's like a chicken sandwich. Is this really what we're doing now? 
Let's get into our next topic, Kiara. Okay, so, I, I mean, coming from off of the chicken talk, the <laughs> next topic we're going to be talking about is the Rodney Reed case. So, pretty much, if you don't know who that is, he is now 55, so like middle 50s. He was convicted of the murder in 1996 of a woman named Stacy Stites, I think. That's how you pronounce her last name. In Texas. She was 19 at the time, and pretty much what happened was she didn't show up to work. She worked at, if you guys know Texas, or like there's this big grocery store called HEB. I don't know if it's just in Texas, but they have it out there. And she mm-hmm. worked there, and pretty much she didn't show up. And everyone was trying to look for her her coworkers, her mom, her dad. She was engaged at the time. She was 19. So her fiance, everybody. And they just sent out a search warrant for her to try and find her. And they ended up finding her in a wooded area that's mm. i don't really know what that means i'm thinking it's like a construction site or something probably just... like a um like in the woods yeah probably <laughs> like, like those scary movies yeah where putting the dead bodies in the woods that's probably exactly yeah. how they found her she was found she was strangled with her own belt and she was wow. raped yeah wow. so the first person that they just figured would be a suspect was her fiance but no dna was attached to him but he did fail two lie detector tests. So I don't know if they asked him questions and he was just lying about something. But, yeah, so he failed two ke- tests, and then they were just like, okay, we can't figure it out. We're just going to close the case. So they closed it for a year, and then they reopened the case with the new suspect, the guy that I'm talking about, Rodney Reed. And at first he denied knowing her. He was like, I don't know who that is. I've never met her before. Mm-hmm. And then the police was like, okay, so why is your DNA on her? And then he was like, oh, okay, wait, maybe I do know her. And they were having an affair. So he, like, they were really young, 19 at the time. So I guess, I don't know, 1996, that's still not that old. But she was engaged. The fiancé knew. He was in the police force. So what they're thinking is he, like, pinned it on him in a sense. They were like, you're trying to have an affair with my wife. Like, I'm going to make you go down for it. So he was convicted and got the – he was found guilty of capital murder and given the death penalty. Wow. So he's been in jail for 20-something years, and he's coming up on his last couple of days of living. So because of this, everybody has brought attention to social media. You got Kim Kardashian. You have Meek Mill, Rihanna, Pusha T, everybody just trying to be like, okay, like we have to make sure that this man lives because his last day is November 20th. So he's, like, really coming up on not being able to live. And they're just trying to figure out what's, like, the next move. I know Kim Kardashian is really involved in social justice right now, so she's pretty much just trying to do everything she can. But, yeah, they had a petition where 2 million people have signed so far Mm -hmm. to try and get him out. But a lot of people are nervous because, like, time's ticking. Like, it's November 7th, and this man... Can it's, possibly it's really, die really on November twentieth. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like maybe if the case was um, brought to everyone's attention a little earlier, um, it has like, been though. It really has been. But I think now, like everybody's like okay, and he's like his lawyers are like, we need help. Like this yeah. man is about to die, and we don't. But I honestly think Kim Kardashian, she's gonna make it work in a sense. But I do think that because she just did it with another lady that was on death row. And she got her out like maybe two days before she started dying. Yeah, so I don't know. How do you guys feel about Kim Kardashian coming in and helping in this situation, or celebrities as a whole? Honestly, first and foremost, this whole entire case is ridiculous. I feel like it has her fiance written all over it. Um, I was reading a couple articles on this case, and they were saying that um, the fiance had came out in a tape. And it was, like, a secret tape. Like, they had him wired up or something. Mm -hmm. And he came out saying, like, his wife was, like, a 
lover, like yeah. the word lover and stuff. So obviously he knew that his wife was having an affair with a black man, and that rubs a lot of people, uh, white men particularly, the wrong way mm-hmm. to the point where they may want to kill their wives. Um, so, uh, and also him being in the police force, like already does a lot because that means he knows exactly what moves to make in order to be able to pin a murder on someone um he failed two lie detector tests and the questions that they were asking him were like very very relevant questions and they failed it and then the police just wanted to dismiss that and it's just like what um apparently they didn't do a rape kit on they didn't do a rape kit on the girl like they didn't match it with the with Rodney Reed's DNA. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many facts that it's just like he did not kill this woman. But I read that they said that they found his DNA on her because they were like, it was on, together. It was the on night her, but like no, no, like no form of any like any killing or him doing any of that. Like, no, his DNA prints were on the murder weapon. His DNA prints were on the belt that strangled her. None of that. Like. None of that. They have relations with each other, but that's about it. Um, and honestly, I'm glad that a lot of celebrities are hopping on this case. I feel like when that happens, um, the public tends to just ride on the same wave. Um, a lot of people bought this to attention. T.I. posted it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we talking about T.I. Right. <laughs> crazy. Ooh, he's so crazy. But anyways, um, T.I. had posted it, and he, of course, is a, a, a really good activist. Like, he... He speaks out about a lot of cases like this. Um, Kim Kardashian spoke about it, so we know her and her team um, are going to be on it. And what's that other guy's name? We're just speaking about Eric. Eric, something. He's on social media. He does like all social justice stuff. Yes, and he posted it. And so I feel like once a lot of um, celebrities and well-known influencers start posting um, about cases like this, everyone tends to hop on a wave and everyone yeah. tends to try to help out as, as much as they want to. And I really hope that Kim can help him out in any way possible. A lot of people don't like the fact... I, I don't understand the people that hate on Kim Kardashian for trying to, you know, do her prison reform thing and th- mm-hmm. things that the black community and black celebrities and black social media influencers should have been doing from the jump. Yeah. So y'all are mad because she's stepping in and doing some work that we should have been doing a long time ago. I'm not mad at Kim Kardashian at all, to be honest. I applaud her. I think this is exactly what people should be doing with their platforms. And anything you in anything you love, she just so happens to find her passion in prison reform and trying to get everybody, you know, their rights. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. She found passion in that, but I think that people with the platform should find something that they're really passionate about and put in the work for it. So I applaud Kim Kardashian for doing something that not a lot of influencers or people with a lot of money do. And it's it's, it's sickening that people from our community are just like, look at Kim, just trying to swoop in and save her. Huh? Why are y'all upset? Y'all not saving anybody. Nobody else is doing anything to try to help out what's going on here. So why should y'all be mad? Kim Kardashian and the Kardashian clan in general holds a lot of weight. They have a lot of money, meaning they have a lot of power. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kim Kardashian spoke directly with the president. Like, what? What are we doing here? Yeah, they're close. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, what are we doing here? So I applaud Kim, and I feel bad for anyone who has anything hateful to say towards her like what the world sean king sean king is sean king there we go so sean king definitely he he's gotten two million people to sign the petition he's in like 
Exactly. Less than a week. Exactly. He's the one who made petition. He's a, a well-known activist as well. I like Shang Hing, what he stands for. I think just everyone on this case, um, everyone trying to make an effort to get it done, it's, it's going to get it done. But in the meantime, between time, all we can do is just pray for Rodney Reed. Yeah. Um, I just can't even imagine, like, what he's feeling. Like, this I man is about to lose about his to say, life for something he didn't do in a couple of days. I That's was so scary. I was literally about to say, it's just like, what goes through people's mind when they're... Yeah. When they're facing the death penalty for something they didn't, didn't do. And he's been in jail for 20-something years. And I really hope he's a believer in Jesus Christ because God knows. God knows. And and I think that's the only way you can just be be at peace with something yeah. like this. Yeah. The only way you can be at peace is if you are a strong believer and you just believe, look, God knows my heart. God knows exactly what's, what's going on. So, you know? Yeah. Sabine, how do you feel about this? Honestly, I like that celebrities are pushing this platform of Rodney Reed case, but also I kind of do feel a certain way because, like, why is this just the certain case? There is a lot of black males in a mass incarceration. It's so common for black males just be incarcerated for things they haven't done, especially, Mm -hmm. like, for instance, the Central Park Five. It took them, like, 15 years. They wanted to put them on death penalty, Mm -hmm. and then that case happened, like, 1985, 1984, and then they found out they were innocent in 2000. Like, that should not happen. Yeah. At all, and I feel like we should focus as well on other people who are on death penalty. Yeah. I mean, on death row, that are wrongfully convic- convicted. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and also another thing with that is too, I feel like um, Kim Kardashian and the team that she works with, the team that's behind her, by the way, are all African American. Yeah. So, so that does speak a lot, but. Uh, they they also don't feel away. Um, I think I think one of them did actually come out saying like we are actually the ones like behind Kim Kardashian making sure that everything mm-hmm. is done. But it's good that I mean to be honest, without Kim Kardashian, a lot may have not gotten done. Not at all. Yeah, these people who are on these teams really probably don't have that that much money, meaning that they don't have that much power. So I feel like. They're very appreciative of Kim trying to kind of swooping in and making sure that all these things are being taken care of. Um, so I appreciate it, but also um, they work on a lot of they work on a lot of cases to be. So just because you know she doesn't publicize everything yeah. or tweet about everything, um, a lot of people that they've gotten out of jail are like really not even so popular cases. These are just cases that um, her team has been working on, and Kim kind of swooped in and then just helped them, you know, kind of get it done faster. Um, get by giving them money and giving them the right resources and connecting them to the right people. Um, so, and also, it's going to take a while. This is not a speedy process. It's not like every, you know, African-American man or anyone who is wrongfully convicted, this happens every day. It's not like we're all going to be able to save them, like, at once. You can't save everybody. I think it ties a lot into, like, who we're going to vote for next. Like, a lot of people have to, like, really do their research on, like, what these certain candidates stand for. Because a Mm -hmm. lot can be done if you have, like, the right person Mm -hmm. in office. So, I feel like people got to just stop being like, oh, this, oh, that, and, like, really research what they want out of change, you know? Stop complaining and, yeah, and actually start researching. And I feel like um, us as a generation, I think we do a pretty good job of doing that because, I mean, I know when my mom was growing up, they didn't have social media. It wasn't as easy for them to access information on um, candidates for presidency and all of Mm -hmm. that. Now all we got to do is hashtag 
Camilla Harris on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then all these articles pop up, and then we can read about everything and know if that's one of our candidates or not. Um, hashtag Bernie Sanders. All we need to do is look on Twitter. Like, we literally have all the information that we need for everything in our hands and at our fingertips, and I think we as a generation do a good job of spreading information and spreading the importance of voting and doing things like that because back in the days it was not like that um so i think information gets spread around easier nowadays um and we still do need to do research because although it's at the tip of our fingertips it doesn't mean we always take advantage of that um so we do need to do our research i mean do y'all know who y'all want to vote for not yet. Honestly, no, I, like, <laughs> yeah, like, no, not I really want to do my research and like study their reforms, like mm-hmm. see if they match the things that I want. So mm-hmm. I'm my president over this country because this country, whew, it's been falling apart after you know. Look, this Bernie. Day. Bernie said he gonna uh, uh, excuse everybody's student loans. <laughs> Bernie is old though. Go Bernie! Bernie is about to kick the can. <laughs> Bernie is about to kick the can. I know, like, I know, I know. I feel like I'm a. Our generation were probably like, oh, student loans, we don't want that. But like, there's <laughs> yeah. other stuff. Like, we need You're to right. And then you have to think about, well, Bernie, how are you going? Where is that money going to come from? Old. Taxes. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. It's like you go, you're going to get hit with something. Yeah. Like, yeah. That that's why you got to read stuff. on everything. You Each do. candidate can't just be on the student like loans. Can't you be on do. the college process. And how do you guys feel about certain restaurants? Um, Olive Garden supposedly is uh, supporting Trump's re-election but a lot of restaurants are so is Chick-fil-A I never like Olive Garden a lot of southern <laughs> restaurants um, Chick-fil-A is as well so uh-huh. it's just like how do we feel about I that, that. I, don't, I feel like they shouldn't be broadcasting it I just feel like that's not what we need you know because it's just like I get it and I do and you can stand for whoever you want and I'm never going to tell someone that they can or something like that you know everyone has their own opinions and stuff mm-hmm. like that but to come out and say that y'all are supporting a certain candidate yeah, and stuff it's like just that like, it just turns on? people off and it's bad for your business so I just it, it's very bad for business but sometimes these restaurants aren't coming out mm-hmm. People find that's out. True. That's um, true. It, but I think like it's not gonna stop anything. That's just like it, oh, how it's not. it isn't. Yeah. So they're just like, all right, we're gonna say what we want to say. You guys are still gonna come in and yeah, buy our stuff, true. you know. So it's like Chick Fil A. People still. Yeah. So it's like they're just saying it to, I guess, just say it and just. Well, you can easily find out like what what companies and what restaurants yeah. support what team. So I highly doubt these people are coming out like, oh, we support Trump. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure behind the scenes they doing what they need to do. Somebody mm-hmm. probably find out or read an article or something mm-hmm. and was like, by the way, uh, all these restaurants are supporting Trump's re-election. Yeah. So, um, I think that's really crazy, but but, yeah. So, I don't know, y'all. I'm sorry, Instagram Live just messed up, so that's why I paused like that, because <laughs> I was on live and it just went blank. I'm just like, what in the world? Yeah, it was a little deep conversation, but you know, sometimes yeah. we need those, especially before yeah. Sabine's your <laughs> Snapchat. Oh, no. I'm supposed to follow that. It's okay. We can flip the script real quick. But okay. I hope you guys are enjoying our conversation. But right now, we're about to take a quick little song break. And Sabine, you want to tell us what the song break is? The song of the day is The Hot Remix by Young Thug featuring Gunna and Travis Scott. All right. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Hope y'all enjoyed our song break. So right now, let's get into a little sad chat. All right. So you know, rumor has it, Kylie Jenner and Drake are supposedly together. Like, ooh. I kind of like that. Huh? That'd be cute. Yeah. What? What? You know, it's ironic. <laughs> we just played her Baby Daddy song. But I like that. I don't know why. I feel like they'd be cute. It'd be a power couple or something like that. 
You don't like that? What? I don't think I could ever be with Drake. What? Drake is sensitive. No, like, he a Scorpio. He a Scorpio. Mm. He crazy. Yeah. He crazy, but I can't sensitive. do it. Stop. What? Yeah, Drake. I feel like he'd be good for Kylie. I think she needs that. Like, someone, and he's way older. He's 34, so I feel like it could work out. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, so, I'm so for it. All right, let me let me spill something. All right, so Kylie and Drake, they apparently been friends for a while now and have mutual friends. But however, the rumors started happening after Drake's 33rd birthday party when Kylie seemed to leave the party at 5 a.m. Mind you, the party ended at two or three. What's up with Kylie leaving places so late? Like, mm. I mean, she's young though. She's a chatter. She is a child. Yeah. But she's young. And I feel like that doesn't really... But Rihanna left earlier. (laughs) Because Rihanna's in a whole relationship. I was about to say. And I really Mm. feel like that doesn't indicate that she's messing... Like, y'all think about it. Like, we... When a a function is over, if our friends was to be throwing a party or something, we may be in there for a couple hours after the party is over if we just sit and having a good conversation. Mm. But Kylie's a natural flirt, apparently. Apparently. She probably is, but at the end of the day, she's... Her and Travis are obviously not together anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's just like she could do what she wants to do. And I feel like that doesn't necessarily mean they're together. Like, we leave places late all the time. Like, if you just sit and having a good conversation, and they've been friends for a while. Like, Drake is cool with all the Kardashians. They live in so the same neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So he's cool with all of them. So we don't know. They'd probably be chilling at each other's house for all we know. Like, But I think if, if it did happen, like, if they do come out eventually. Like, it means like, over here. <laughs> like, so I, for, you know, I love my Kardashians. You know, I love them. But, like. Ooh, okay. <laughs> nah, um, I'm so for it. Like, for instance, they said um, Kylie and him been spending a little romantic time together. It's been on, like, Cosmo, mm-hmm. E.T., mm-hmm. E! News. You know E! News, E! Network is really close with the Kardashians. So yeah. the fact that they're saying this, it has to be true. It has to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, her team shuts it down, of course. You know Chris got to come to the punch. Shut mm-hmm. it down. Shut it down. And she said they're really, really good friends. But, however, you know, I did my little research. They used that same statement when it was her and Tyga back in 2015. Yep. So, like, they're just really great friends. If you think about, like, the way Kris Jenner works, I feel like give it, like, a month and a half, it'll be something. Mm -hmm. It'll for sure be something. I'm so for it. I like it. Okay, so (laughs) I have a quick question. What is Drake and Travis Scott's relationship? They're good friends. Mm. No. Well, I don't know, right? I know Travis probably like, get out of my face, bro. You're clipped. You're clipped. You think? How you know? Jonathan, I see you shaking your head. He's the biggest artist ever right now. Or right now. He's the biggest artist right now. But true, but like... What does that mean? You can't say clipped. He's the biggest artist right now. Okay, but Drake is like, you're my friend. You've been around with me and my daughter and... Has, post- has he? Like, I, I've really never seen anything about Drake and Travis Scott even being friends. I don't think that's really his crew. Yeah. A but a whole yeah. bunch of people do songs I, together. Like, song? Oh, my God. They do oh, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Yeah, they have a lot of music oh. together. Wow. But people don't care. That's just like what we were talking about last week, homie hopping. Yeah. People don't care. Drake, Drake is like that. Especially yeah. in the Drake industry. Like that. Mm-hmm. Especially in the industry. It's only so many guys Kylie can really choose from that yeah. are on her level. Honestly, she's only going to mess with somebody that's on her level. Realistically, she's not going to mess with any, anybody lower. less than. So that's the thing about it. I think she's just going yeah. up really the cares. ladder. I think she's going up the ladder. Because she went from Tyga, mm-hmm. Travis. She's like, nah, maybe I might dabble in Drake. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's really? true. And Chris is probably like, you need somebody a little more. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Drake put got together, bank. I guess. Drake he got paint. Yeah. And he's older. He's been in the and game. And Kylie likes being spoiled. Mm-hmm. But she can spoil herself. But, but she can't, there, like, there it's better like, when someone else there does looking it like, There ain't nothing like having somebody spoil you, whether you have right. it or not. There ain't right. nothing like being right. spoiled. Mm-hmm. So, what's next again? All right. You know, also, we got to go back with another Kardashian. You know, my sis Kim, she opened up in a little viral argument with Kanye that was aired on Keeping Up With The Kardashians all about her dress for the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. Now, Kanye was not too crazy about her corset-style dress before the day of the Met Gala. And Kim shuts it down by saying in the episode, Seeing how you built me up to be confident in the skin I am. So the night before the Met, you're going to come in here and say that you're not into the corset vibe. You're giving me really bad anxiety. You knew last night I had really bad anxiety and I don't need any more negative energy. And for you to say that, you're not into me wearing a tight dress. Now, people are saying that Kanye's on this new journey. Spiritual journey. Yeah, yes, spiritual journey. So I guess his perspective on things, especially how he raised his kids, like they just took out the TV in the kids' room and removed makeup from North's room, mm-hmm. and they're being very forceful on the imagery that is in their household and what their kids see. Okay. But, you know, Kim, she accepts that. All right, all right, our kids, all right, this is how we're going to do it. Like, I accept your views on how we're raising our children, but, like, when it comes to her, she's, like, she's shutting it down. Yeah. And people are giving her applause for that, like, defending herself. Also, people are, like... That's your husband. Like you should understand his views. Like you should listen to him. Um, so. I have to slightly disagree with that because I can see where Kim's coming from in a sense where it's like, you know, before this journey, like you built me to be this confident, yeah. sexy woman. Like you, Kanye was for that. Kanye yeah. was really for that. Like if you follow their relationship, he was all, all those crazy like magazines that mm-hmm. that Kim used to do, like being naked and stuff. Like Kanye was for everything. He yeah. was just like, you got to be confident in your own body and in your own skin. And Kim's thing is like, now that you're going on a spiritual journey, you gonna tell me I can't wear a tight dress? Like, you, you do understand my name is Kim Kardashian? Like, what are you yeah. doing? This is my image. Like, she's that's what sex. Kim does. Like, she's a very sultry person. That's what I'm saying. So that's what Kim does. So she's she probably just feels the way about it because she's just like. Kanye, like, come on, bro. Like, I understand you going on a spiritual journey, but my journey is not your journey, and 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 that's real. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe Kim will get to the point where she doesn't want to be tight dressed, big mm-hmm. butt, big boobs, everything falling out everywhere. She may get to that point, mm-hmm. but right now she's living in, she's doing her thing. She's comfortable in her skin. She's confident. Um, she may influence other people to be confident. That's that's Kim right now. So. Um, she was very upset with Kanye when she was very upset with Kanye when he said that because she probably wasn't even expecting him to say anything like that. Especially the night before. And the night and I feel like, like guys, this this um this argument came up in my theology class. My theology class is Christian marriage. That was the St. John's word. It forced us to take theology. Ugh. <laughs> but anyways. My theology class is Christian marriage, so all we talk about is relationships. And my professor is literally a relationship expert. I, she's she's the coolest professor ever, ever. So we talk a lot about relationships. There was this one class where the girls were sitting on one side and the guys were sitting on another side. And basically the girls were asking questions to the guys, like, why do y'all do certain things that y'all do? So a lot of topics, a lot of good topics bought, got bought up. But one topic that got bought up was why... Do guys feel like they have a say-so in, like, 
what you wear and like where you go like that controlling aspect you know and all the guys went crazy they're like whoa 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 i don't want my girlfriend going out to a party or going out to an outing with her friends and she got on a tight dress and or a crop and top or it, mm-hmm. booty short whatever the case may be like and so we were trying to get them to understand we're just like okay so what does that is it because you're insecure and they're like no 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 not insecure not insecure. But that's insecurity. Huh? That has insecurity. That has insecurity written all over. And I, then it's just like, it's, it's not that I don't trust you. It's just that I know how guys are. Okay, but do you know how I am? Because at the end of the day, yeah. I control what I'm going to put out. Yeah. If a guy, I can't control a guy approaching me, but I don't want them to approach you at all. And then we try to get to the point, I if said. I was to walk down New York, a New York City street like this, I would still, still get approached. It doesn't even matter. So, so what are you getting at? It has nothing to do with what I have on. Men are going to approach me regardless of where I go. So if you don't have trust in me and knowing how I'm going to handle these conversations when a guy is to approach me, you're just insecure. And a lot of guys don't like to admit that they're insecure. They're like, I don't want no guy, you know, coming up to my girl at a party trying to holler at her because of what she got on. Like, why you trying to? And and then this is what really got me. And this is what really got me. They said we do it for attention. What? Mm-hmm. A oh, lot of guys no, no, think, no, 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 but no, no, a lot no, no, of guys no, no. think this is why Jonathan is laughing right it's now. Funny. Because this is why, <laughs> this, is why, this, is why this is why Greg and Jonathan are laughing right now because this is true. Yes. All the guys in the classroom are saying, well, y'all just want attention. Y'all just want somebody to look at y'all and you be like, oh, okay, who is that? Y'all do that for attention because who are you looking good for? But that's what guys No, 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 no. Excuse me. What are you wearing? No, but guys forget, like, you got to forget the girl didn't change the way she started dressing when she got in a relationship with you if she was like said. wearing a whole bunch of revealing stuff she's still gonna wear a whole bunch of revealing yes, stuff exactly. with or without stop. you exactly like, for instance me i, I love like showing him skin okay my grandmother tells me you young baby show it off like, i don't <laughs> care do what you gotta do but like even my dad like people be like your dad is saying i'm like my dad is really liberal like yeah. he don't even come with me at the clothes i wear and so for a man to tell me like you can't wear what yeah. you wear. Are and you dumb? I'm yeah, the same I mean, way, I'm though. I'm not to argue with you. No. I'm the same way. No. I'm the I'm, same way. Like, uh, no, this is my outfit. You want to fight? Because we could do this. Because you wear your little Are Jordans. You yes, he's wearing his Jordans, a little white tee, and a little chain. And that's what we said. Like and we said, so, waves. And, no. and we was like, so are we, allowed, waves are we allowed to tell y'all not to wear gray sweatpants okay. out? Exactly. <laughs> are we allowed? Are we allowed okay, so what's the difference? If your girlfriend has like a crop top on and she and has booty shorts on. Weapons, you don't think girls are... Stop playing. that's a little different though. No! No! I'm going to play devil advocate because I can't understand it. Sometimes some girls do be dragging it. And my mom, okay. would, say, my mom would say like sometimes you don't have to have everything out. That, that is my true. Mom, and my mom would say, is that how you go into his mother's house? Okay. Think that's, about um, it. Because you not. I'm not going all everything out like That's I'm going true. to a party. So you have to think I think it's a respect thing. But I don't I wouldn't say alter exactly how you dress because of a man. Like no, if you're mm-hmm. feeling away that's a personal problem. I'm sorry. And and like I said, and it, it kinda goes back to what Kiaran said. At the end of the day, men know what they're getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. Like if you met the girl and she was wearing tight clothes and her butt was out and her boot you expect, can't expect that her, in the relationship. Expect I'm that in the relationship mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's how she's always going to be. It's everybody like carries pretty woman. Every pretty woman. Every, every yeah. yeah, and everybody carries themselves 
to a different standard. Personally, me, I'm not about to be walking out with everything out because mm-hmm. that's just not me. Mm-hmm. But some other girls are like that. So mm-hmm. it's all about people every every female carries themselves differently. Mm-hmm. So it it all it all just depends. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it really all just depends. But as far as you want attention, I don't, I don't want other like guys. And then Kanye said, I just don't want my wife out here in a corpse. So why'd you marry me? Da, da. So why'd you marry like, me? You I'm know, Kim Kardashian. I had a sex tape. What do you, huh? Like, I don't do you know my name? That's what I'm saying. Kanye, do you know she who I am? Like he's coming from like a, like he's on this new journey. He is. I think he doesn't want that for his kids. Mm-hmm. I think he's it's really trying to... It's too late, though. I, it, like, it, if it they look late, up their mom, it's too late. But it's mm-hmm. also, maybe she can change. You know what I'm saying? So it's... Maybe he's it like, is, look, we do have late. some kids. Let's maybe try to tighten it up a little bit. Right. He's trying to you guys are both image. in the public they are. light. Like, yeah. Kanye West, before his spiritual journey, he he was with Amber Rose. Come on, like... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Slut walk. All yes! That. Mm, like, come on. Come I don't on, understand. Mm-mm. I'm proud yeah. of Kim. Like, she defending herself. Because me? Whew. Yeah. Other way, I'm be like, all right, you can leave. You don't need to be in the Met Gala. I'll go by myself. Yeah. Like, I would have done that. Yeah. All right, guys. Now, lastly, for Snapchat, everybody's been talking about, you know, T.I., man. That's my boy, but took an L. He <laughs> took a major L this week. Um, He was, talks about him going to the gynecologist with his daughter, Deja, every year. Mind you, she's 18 to know if she's still a virgin. So, I'm going to pass this over to Kiara and Kayla, my little girl talk <laughs> segment. Thank y'all for listening to Snapchat. <laughs> Tell me how y'all feel. Okay, so, our girl talk segment today, and the topic that we're going to talk about is if privacy should exist with parents. Does privacy even exist with parents nowadays? You know what I'm saying? And what sparked this, like, to being introduced was Famous rapper, Atlanta rapper T.I. Y'all know I'm from Atlanta. I love T.I. Um, and and it's just like, T.I., come on now. Um, anyways, just to give you guys a little background on the story, um, T.I. said on a podcast, the podcast is called Ladies Like Us, um, and they asked him a question about how he handles sex education with his children. He has a lot of kids. How many kids do he got? Like seven. Ooh, yeah. child. Not all of them. Right, yeah, yeah, he got, he got a lot of Except baby mama. It's a lot of baby mama drama. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so um, the ladies asked him, they were like, so how do you do a sex education? Like, you know, do you have the sex talk with your kids? So T.I. says, and I quote, not only have we had the conversation, but I have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. Yes, I go with her, and I will say, as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact. Now, for those who don't know what a hymen is, it is a part of the female vagina. Little little sex sex education here. But um or, or female body education, but it is a part of the vagina. Um basically a lot of people say like if it's stretched out, that means you've probably lost your virginity. Um, but it can get stretched out in a number of ways, right? Yeah. Um a lot of people responded to this saying that T I really needed to educate himself. He sounded really ignorant, controlling. Um, a whole lot of extra stuff. Iggy Azalea even has something to say. And as y'all know, T.I. and Iggy Azalea have been back and forth in the news a lot lately. Yeah. Um, Iggy Azalea and T.I. used to work very closely with each other. Um, used to work very closely with each other on the, um, as far as music. I think we have somebody calling in here, guys. So yeah, I'm me. really trying to figure it out. Hello? 
So, anyways, <laughs> so anyways, Ti and Iggy Azalea worked uh, very closely with music and everything together. But um, Ti basically said Iggy Azalea was just his biggest mistake ever. Um, so whatever. Anyways, Iggy Azalea had something to say about this. She tweeted. He has serious control issues with women in all aspects of his life. He really needs therapy, right? Even Planned Parenthood, the, the, the Twitter account of Planned Parenthood even has something to say about this. Um, they actually tweeted several tweets um, regarding the situation. They didn't really direct it at T.I., but everybody was like, Planned Parenthood, we know why y'all tweeting about this. Come on now. Basically, they were saying that the hymen does not determine if you are still if you are still a virgin or not. The hymen can be stretched out from tampons, riding bikes, playing sports, anything. Um, but Ti even goes to say that when he went to the gynecologist, the doctors were trying to explain to him, you do realize that the hymen can be stretched out in a number of ways. Just because her hymen is not stretched out, um, you know, it, it doesn't really mean anything. Like. It could be stretched out in a number of ways. Just because her hymen stretched out doesn't mean she's not a virgin. So, T.I. goes to say, I don't care. She don't ride no bikes. She don't play no sports. She don't, she don't, wear t- she don't do none of that. Check the hymen and get the information back to me expeditiously. And y'all know. Oh, T.I. I likes can't stand. Y'all, y'all know, <laughs> y'all know he likes to use big words. <laughs> expeditiously. Y'all know he likes to use them big words and stuff. So, um, the women on the podcast, after this kind of went viral and everybody was just like, what? This is sick. This is humiliating. Very humiliating. I can Especially only imagine. I can only imagine how Dave's just feeling right now because it's like your, your dad is going all over the internet, putting all your business out there. That's that's actually really personal, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone knowing my parents come with me to the gynecologist to see if I'm still. That's embarrassing at 18 years old. So I can only imagine how she's feeling right now. But the ladies of the podcast came out apologizing because when he said his answer. They were kind of taken back by it, but they were laughing about it. Um, and they were laughing like, oh, my God, someone saved Deja. Like, she's a prisoner in her own body or something like that. But they were kind of laughing it off. So the ladies of the podcast come out, and they're just like, you know, we just want to apologize. We really didn't even know how to respond to the answer. That's why we were kind of laughing nervously because we were just shocked that he even, like, came out and said that. Like, we was not expecting him to say that he goes to the gynecologist with his daughter. Like, that's that's crazy. Um so a lot of people are saying that it's it, it defeats all her privacy rights. Um, and Deja even liked several tweets on her yeah. Twitter yeah. account yeah. regarding the situation, basically saying that T.I. is controlling and um, just all types of stuff. And I think this is just a really sad situation because, it, it, to me, this situation ties in with um, Georgia and Alabama and a lot of southern states trying to ban abortion. Who are you to say what a woman does with her body? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost as it, it, it comes down to the point where it's like we're not our own bodies. Like, our bodies belong to somebody else. It's almost as if Deja don't even feel comfortable in her own body. She like, I can't even do what I want to do because my dad is so, like, in my vagina. Like, I, I can't do I can't do what I need to do. So it's actually sad. It comes all to the point where, like, our body is not even ours because – Everyone wants to make decisions on what we do with our vagina. That's crazy to me. Um, so yeah, she's 18. A lot of people said her losing her losing her virginity has nothing to do with him. A lot of men were saying, a lot of men were saying that 
He's just being a good father. Everyone no, needs to mind their no. business. He's just trying to make sure that his daughter ain't out here having sex no. and trying to get pregnant. No. But I think there are several different approaches that you can have. Um, also, my question is, where is Deja's mother in all of That's this? Yeah. yeah. Her mom has to be okay. Because, yeah, her mom her mom actually has to be okay in this. Um, I know Deja obviously isn't okay, okay, okay with this, and she probably feels uncomfortable, but she probably feels like her voice doesn't really matter in this situation because T.I. is just like, it don't, it don't matter. And then my thing is when you turn 18, there are laws where you, you – have the right to say if your information is disclosed to your parents or not. You have the right to literally be like, doctor, I don't want you to tell my mom. And mm-hmm. they have to respect that. Yeah. So obviously, Deja gave consent to the doctors to let her father know. Because the doctors literally have to ask you. Every time I go, they're like, do you, do you, are you, yeah, like, you want your parent to step out the room? Or are you okay with your mom being in here? Like, what's going on? Because that's their rights, and they have to ask that question. But I'm pretty sure Deja, T.I. probably like, girl, if you don't, I will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He probably he probably provides for her, too. He does. And she, so she probably feels stuck in this way, but you know she feels uncomfortable about it. Um, but, yeah, the men who were commenting on this were saying he's just being a good father. He's just trying to be protective. But a lot of, a lot of women was like, this is just very degrading. It's not his responsibility. It's not his business. This is a conversation. This is just a conversation that needs to happen. And a lot of people bought up um, trust, saying, like, do you trust your daughter to tell you she's not a virgin? Why don't you just trust her? You got to take it so far to the point where you got to go to the gynecologist to see if her her hymen is straight. Like, what type of stuff is that? Like, why not have a actual conversation with her so she can build that relationship and build that trust with you? Um, so this brings us back to does privacy exist with parents? Have y'all had any experience where you felt like your mom was really just overstepping your boundaries? Mm-hmm. Um, and how did you <laughs> hit, handle that? Um, and do you think this is more of a father's role or a mother's role? This this whole That's sex, the whole role. sex talk. I, yeah. I, I feel think like it's, it's so a mother's weird. role too because like, you have the same parts as your mother. <laughs> yeah, and if my dad was like, "All right, we're about to go to the gynecologist," I'd be like. Huh? Uh, like, no, where are Patrick, we going? Patrick, like, no. <laughs> like, no, that's weird. And for him to, like, first of all, my parents, like, especially my dad has never been, like, he'll be like, hey, like, can you, like, because I guess there's, like, a saying where can you still wear a white dress on your wedding? Like, that means you're still a virgin. Whatever. I don't know. My dad comes up with these little corny things. But he was just like, oh, like, Kieran, like, can you still wear a white dress on your wedding? I was like, mind your business. <laughs> dad, but it's never been, like, my dad has never asked me, like, Kieran, are you still a virgin? I would be like. So what? that was so, so the sex talk talk was more I, of a conversation I mean, with your mom. Yeah, like my dad did it with my brothers, and my mom was just like, "Look, like right. don't be out here, da da da, do this, that, that, yeah. don't do this, that, and that." But yeah. if my dad, yeah, like if my dad asked me, I'd be like, "You know what? Yeah, dad, like, Ooh. like in a sense, and what? Like, yeah. what, what are you gonna do in a yeah. sense? Like, it's normal. Like, when are you gonna? See? You're gonna unless you stay a virgin your whole life. Like, you're gonna lose your virginity at some time. Yeah. So." Mm-hmm. Me, just the relationship I have with my parents, if they ask, I'd be like, yeah, it'd be really awkward. But yeah. I would just be like, yeah. Because my brothers do the same thing. Yeah. Like, my brothers talk about it like it's nothing. Like, and, and that's exactly it is different. different. And that's exactly what I was about it to say. It's it's much of a double standard. It um, is. Which is yeah. annoying. And a lot of people are like, I wonder how he handles his sons. Because I bet mm-hmm. you he'd be no, like. No, there was an episode. Yeah. And he was telling him, like, right. they were talking about condoms. And they were just mm-hmm. talking about just everything sex and it was very just nonchalant normal mm-hmm. like and the little boy was like 
12, I think. 13. How old is he? Like, 14, 15. Like yeah. Really young. really young. And she's 18. It does. It really yeah. does depend on the parents. Because, like, you were saying the other day, Sabine, Ooh. your mom is, like, I grew, super. See, I grew up in a different household. Like, I'm first generation Haitian. Like, my parents off the boat. So, whew. So, talking about sex and, like, I'm a girl, like, Haitians, like, it's very sexist. So, like, my brother, my mom been with, like, Richie, like, you need to behave. Like, please, I don't need a kid. Like, whatever. But me, Sabine, like, no. Like, you can't do stuff like that. And my mom was going to the gynecologist with me until I was 17. And she's like, mm, wow. You, please, please. I can't handle The doctor asked, she's like, are you sexually active? And, like, me, I'm laughing. My mom's like, I don't know what's so funny. Mm-hmm. I was just like, whoa. Ooh. So I was like, no, I'm behaving. Like, I don't do stuff like that. But, like, after that, I'm like, nah, I'm 18 now. You can't come with me. She was like, why? Because you're doing something? And I'm like, no, you don't need to know my business. Mm-hmm. Like, now I go to the doctors by myself. But, like, how I'm raised, how my parents raised me, like, sex is like, you need to wait until you're married. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. do stuff like that. See, my parents, my mom was always, like, she's still to this day. She's like, be open. You can tell me anything. Like, yeah. I, you know, but I mean, hold on, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. But, like, my dad, he has, you know, he'll ask me, are you still a virgin? And I'll hit him with a, hey, yeah. know, that's none of your business. And he'll be like, well, when you're ready, you know, just take the steps and, you know, do, you know, be safe and stuff like that. With my mom, she'll still... If my dad tried to tell me he wants to go to gynecologist, I excuse me, sir. Yeah. But my mom, she'll still go with me till this day. Yeah. And she'll be sitting in a doctor, be like, "Do you want her to step out?" I'd be like, "I think my mom should give me a look." Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> give me a look. I'd be like, "No, she can stay." <laughs> and a doctor asked me, but my mom always makes it open. I don't think my mom has overstepped boundaries. Mm-hmm. She always kind of open it. Hey, you could put it on the floor if you want mm-hmm. to. You don't have to. Like she before I even came, this she's like. You still a virgin, yeah. you know. You could tell me, and I'm like, okay, girl. Yeah. I don't know how you gonna do this. Yeah. So, I think it just depends on the parent, but I think it in Ti situation, yeah. wrong for approach. You, it was, and for yeah. you to Super go, wrong you know, you have a big following, and for you yeah. to go on television, you know, do an episode and do that, yeah. and for her business out there. But I also think, Deja, you 18. Yeah, you man. could tell. You could tell him stand up for yourself. Yeah, but he parent, might be like putting her in a position where like if you don't let me, like I'll take like, a lot of stuff. Tell your mom. Where's yeah. your mother? But her mom probably I'm, like I'm, he takes care of her, her mom, mom probably. Yeah. So her she's mom like, I'm provided. not. About to say but I'm just confused because you're 18 and I know they do that. Do you want your parent to step out? They do. So and she I probably mean, feels pressured. You have to remember that that money is power in the world that we live in, and it's as simple as. He pays the doctor on the side. He don't That's need to tell Deja that he's doing anything, whether they break up or not. There's so many ways around it. Yeah. I just yeah. need to have I think she's just going to be battling this until she, she can is. really be That's like, so sad. you need to give me some space. Yeah. Like, for real. I think she needs to speak to her I'm older sad. her older sister, Zonique. Zonique. I wonder what Tiny and Zonique are saying about this. Yeah. Well, Tiny's not with it. Tiny's like negative. I know, she's not. I know Tiny's yeah. not with it, too. She fed up with T.I. and his but craziness. But she ain't going to say nothing. And, nothing. And, and she's not. And, and he's very controlling, apparently. Very, very controlling. This has to be this way this has to be this way mm-hmm. you ain't finna be out here having sex i don't need nobody telling me they having sex with my daughter no 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 a uh, young boy and came out saying you having sex with your, with your right. favorite rap. you know what i'm saying see i'm probably afraid of of, mm-hmm. of everybody putting a business out about her, his daughter so he's probably thinking of, of it as more of like a you know i'm we we have we're on this pedestal we're in mm-hmm. the public eye and you need to you know do things accordingly but i think 
this approach is just not okay. So and awesome. I'm saying all her business. Out yeah. Not lie, she's a yeah. very beautiful girl. girl. Yeah. So I know she probably this got a lot of boys in her does. Yeah. But like, and this probably makes much. her. And, and then again, she probably want to have. She probably want to lose her virginity. By yeah. Eighteen. Your hormones are out the butt. Just because she's eighteen, don't say that. I'm just no. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying at this age, at this age, your home, your Hormones are like that. Like you start to look at guys differently. Yeah, but you also think about the fact that when your parents tell you not to do something, you want to do it. You do. Literally. Yeah, because I'm thinking, I'm like, is that his only daughter? But no, he has a little girl. Yeah, Tiny's probably be like, no, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's sad. I think I think the conversation should have definitely happened differently, way differently. And I think the conversation needs to happen with her mom. I mean, now I can only imagine the conversations that she's having with Tiny and Zonique and her mom because they all she's probably really sad right now. All her business is out all on the internet. So they're probably talking to her as of now and probably going forward, she's probably going to tell him, I don't even want you coming to the gynecologist with me no more because not not only is it already uncomfortable for me, but you just didn't air my business out to everybody. So now you definitely don't get to come. And that's probably where Deja is at right now and she needs to be that. So like Carly said previously, I think she needs to stand up for herself, have a voice. This is my body, not yours. You don't get to tell me what I get to do with my body. You can give me sound advice advice on what to do um maybe that will help me out a little more but it's just like dang like i can't I, hymen yeah, and the whole money yeah. thing expeditiously see i yeah, said expeditiously still i feel like because the, doc, the doctors was trying to tell him like i hope you know like just to educate you a little bit you sound really ignorant he's talking about she don't ride no horses she don't ride no bikes <laughs> she don't play no sports give me the results back asap i don't care about nothing that y'all talking about tell me right now I feel like this is going to, like, affect her in the long run, too. Just, like, it moving is. A lot of people, people said and her dad. Like, exactly. she probably doesn't want to tell him anything. anything. Is, if he finds out she lost her virginity, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you yeah, do? like. It's gone. So what are we doing Yeah. Now? Yeah. 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 That's, that's bad. bad. I feel bad for her. I feel that's like this sad. Could, this could affect her love life in the yeah. end. In so many ways, yeah. My guys probably be a little more scared to approach her now yeah. because her dad yeah. is really, really controlling. Yeah. Mm. T.I.'s weird. I don't know. I feel but like I that whole situation is just weird. Really made him really look bad. Yeah. I love T.I., but, like, uh, I don't like this, man. Yeah. Especially, like, he was uh, in her life. What's her name? Zonique? Like, he yeah. She was out here having the young boyfriends, but yeah. you didn't say that much. Especially, I used to watch the TV show a lot. He never kind of was about That's her not her dad, that. though. She probably that didn't want to overstep Yeah, that that's not her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a different mother you're talking about. Yeah, and this mm-hmm. exactly, it's a different mom. Just different mom you're talking about. I mean, Deja's really close with her mother, but I'm not sure. We, we really don't know what goes on behind. Yeah, her mm-hmm. we really don't know whose house she at more. You know what I'm saying? That all plays a role, but I just feel like that's not really a father's place. And a more a different approach needs to be taken when it comes to sex education. Maybe like actually educating your kids on what steps to take when they feel like they're ready, and not making them feel like their body is yours this is mm-hmm. my body at the end of the day like what what are we doing here and that's why i said it takes us back to the whole abortion thing why are you making decisions for, right. why are you making decisions for what women do with their bodies why does it affect y'all yeah but then i wonder like how she feels too just now how this is like all open like she probably feel, yeah like maybe she's embarrassed that like she didn't want people to know she was yeah. still a virgin or like because yeah. we don't know like, like she might they might have a whole thing where she might be saving her virginity for marriage mm-hmm. and you have people all on the internet talking about her like that he just wasn't right for spreading her business out there like that 
Exactly. She's liking tweets. She knows. She she knows. She's liking tweets, agreeing with what everybody else else is saying, which speaks a lot. Mm -hmm. She's literally liking all the tweets where they say he's controlling, this is ridiculous. She's liking every single tweet in regards to the situation. So she's fully aware of what's going on. And obviously that speaks for herself because a lot of people in the comments were just like, y'all don't know how Deja feels about this. No, we, we know for a fact how Deja feels about this. Like... She, she, oh my God, I can't with him either. But we know exactly how she feels about this. Like she's she she don't feel good too good about this. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, she she really is. She really is. Poor Deja. Yeah, that's a tough situation to be in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what I would do in that situation. Oh, definitely. See, I see. I hasn't even said anything about this yet. He's not going to. I feel like he is. No, really? T.I. T. Eventually, eventually. T. Eventually he is, but T.I. comes out and speaks a, a lot, like, about what is going on with him. Like, he tries to clear his name a lot in situations, I feel like. I think he won't only because of how parent planted came at him. Yeah. They was like, let me check you. Yeah. Like, he had the facts wrong. So I think he's going to be like, okay, my bad, da-da-da. No, he didn't care, bro. He was like, I don't care. Y'all saying that. Because Planned Parenthood basically was saying, like, the hymen doesn't really, can't really tell you if you're a virgin or not. And mm-hmm. at the doctor's, he was saying, I don't care. Y'all saying that she she could ride a bike. She, she don't do all that. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. That The only way her hymen would be stressed out is if she has sexual interactions with a boy. So he was very aware of that. He just don't care. Um, and that's sad. And I think that puts a strain on their relationship, yeah. too. Um, and her and her trust period because if you just would have had a sit down conversation with her about sex and the steps to take if she ever was thinking about it until it would have been way different approach. Yeah. Now she definitely probably not gonna tell you. She probably uh-uh. tells Zonique everything. It's yeah, mm-hmm. I'm talking to my older sister. Like, yeah, she don't give me the best advice. Exactly. Zonique looking her best life with her sure. little boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But all right, y'all, we gonna wrap this up. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Kaylin was on live. For a little bit on K Squared Radio. So, yeah, DM us topics you guys want us to talk about. Next week, we're about to be at the Entrepreneurship and Creative Event on St. John's Campus. So, make sure to come out and support us and all the other entrepreneurs on campus. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us this week. Hope you guys enjoyed, and we will see you guys next Thursday from 6 to 7. Yes, we sure will. Bye, y'all. Bye, Bye, you guys. guys. See you later.